0: Welcome back to the Bitcoin layer. Before we get started, I want to let you guys know, as per usual, this video is sponsored by River. They are our Bitcoin exchange of choice. You could securely buy Bitcoin when you set up a recurring orders. You could have peace of mind thanks to their one-to-one multi-sig self-custody proprietary solution. And you could withdraw at any time. And they also have US-based phone support. And one cool new thing that they just launched is Riverlink, where you could text Bitcoin to anybody and they can claim it to any wallet. That's right. Orange pill your friends and family because it just got a whole lot easier. Easier. Once again, we're sponsored by River. You can visit river.com TBL and get up to $100 when you sign up and buy Bitcoin. Without further ado, let's dive into it. So as suggested by today's title, Americans are struggling. And that's pretty clear. Uh, more, than that, more of them than ever before are holding two full-time jobs and uh, a combination of part-time and full-time jobs in order to make ends meet. But of course, you'll never hear that on the headline data. All you will hear about on the news chirons blasting across America and on the Washington Post and the New York Times and whatever, when you open up your phone, is that the U.S. economy added 167,000 jobs. Today, we're going to unpack the reality of the data, and it's far worse than any of these things are letting on. But first, let's take a 30,000-foot look at how the economy is doing as a whole, and Frankly, it's not the best. Uh, If we look at today's ISM survey data, uh, and we break it down into its individual subcomponents, you can see, and I'll zoom it in here so you can get a better view, you can see that clearly we're not doing very good. Um, Now, this is a business survey that goes, goes out to service providers across the country, and it asks them, are conditions better or worse than last month? As longtime viewers of the show know, we regularly monitor this to see where we're at in the economic cycle, and you'll see here that the prices component has fallen eh, somewhat somewhat not not a tremendous amount um the headline component of course fell um from 50 point, uh, 52.7 to 50.6 prices paid dropped from 57.4 uh, uh, to 57.4 from 58.3 uh, and new orders declined to 52.8 from 55.8 right so all of that's pretty bad it's not horrendous but the real kicker that orange line right there, that's the employment subcomponent, and that fell to 43.3 versus 51 expected. Now, as you can see, if you go further back in time, that red line there, that big red area you see is the, uh, the COVID lockdown, March 2020, and you'll see that this is the lowest level the employment component of ISM services has been since June 2020 during the COVID lockdowns. So it's quite telling about the state of the US economy If the condition of the labor market is as bad as it was when the majority of US businesses were reeling after being shut down forcibly by the US government for several months if that's the condition the labor market is in now not necessarily painting a very good picture for the economy and the labor data that we received later in the day after the PMI survey was released went on to go on uh, and actually confirm that notion Uh, you'll see here I'll make this a little bit bigger for you guys um not that one gotta click it all right here we go so this is the non-farm payrolls report now you'll know we've been covering this for quite some time we've been covering this kind of shady trick that they play where they have a very good report they have a very good release um they increased massively by several hundred thousand and then the following month they're revised down by five figures and this was the case this month as well um non-farm payrolls rose 216,000 in December. But if we look to last month, um, they were revised down to 173,000 from like 210, right? So every single meeting, they were revised down by 50,000 jobs um, or, <laughs> or so. Uh, you've seen that they've gone almost as far as 100,000. And that's basically been the case through this entire cycle. If you look where I circled in red here, and again, I'll make this a little bit bigger for you guys. If you look where I circled in red, this is eleven. Uh, Ten out of the last eleven payroll reports have been revised lower. Okay, <laughs> November was revised down by twenty-six thousand um, from one hundred ninety-nine k to one hundred seventy-six k, one hundred seventy-three k, and October was revised down from uh, by forty-nine thousand jobs from one hundred fifty k to one hundred five k. Right. So the reality of the situation is here, folks the labor market isn't as strong as it's being made out to be. If you think about it this way, if the headline reads, non-farm payrolls beats adds 200,000 jobs in the month of November, then the incumbent government can then tweet, uh, they can post an Instagram, they can hold a press conference saying, the labor market is doing extremely well. But then one month later when the data is revised lower, which is the actual data, then it never makes a single headline, right? And this is the trick that they play. Of course, 2024 is going to be loaded with a great deal of, you know, <laughs> uh, things, right? We'll say it's gonna be an eventful year at the very least. Um, this is the tactic that they've played out since the start of the cycle when the labor market has begun worsening. They trumpet up the numbers initially, they revise them later, and they're much worse than they seem, and that's the exact same thing that they're doing now. Another very disconcerting thing, particularly for, for of course, this is a US labor report, um, is that if we look at employment services? Now, this has to do with uh, you think employment services. Of course, that means people who are hiring employees, right? Uh, so, individuals like employment placement agencies, temporary help services, uh, professional employer organizations. That is falling off a cliff right now, and you'll note that the okay. So, I'll explain this chart right here so you can understand what it means a little bit better. So, the the white line with the blue shading underneath that is the total amount of employees who. Are responsible in the US for hiring right right now it's about three and a half million now every single time this starts decreasing of course let's use your brains here that means there are less people needed to hire other people that means fewer people are being hired okay so fewer people are being hired so there's less of a need for people that are hiring other people right these kind of employment positions um, these employment services rather These employment placement jobs and things like that. And so they fall. Now you'll notice that right around the time they hit where they are now, I'll make this a little bit bigger for you guys, this three and a half million level, you'll notice that shortly after that, we had a recession Uh, in 2007. When they reached that 3.4, 3.3 million level, a recession was officially declared. Uh, During COVID, we're right around that exact same level. And of course, it was a unique situation and a recession was declared. And now we went way above the mean during 2021 and 2022 and almost reached 4 million uh, employment placement positions obviously because jobs were readily available. You know there were uh, an increased need for HR departments and placement agencies and things like that. And it rose to almost four million, and now we're back down to that three point five figure. Okay. So what does that tell us? That tells us that a recession is on the horizon, right? If fewer employment placement agencies are needed, that means fewer jobs are being sought after. That means the economy is slowing down and very soon you'll see that reflected in the unemployment rate. Not today though, it remained unchanged. Moving on, another rather disconcerting thing, that's the wrong chart. This is the meat and potatoes of it all. People with two or more jobs are at an all time high. So this is something we've been tracking for quite some time. Of course, this never makes any headline data because it's too too disappointing of a number to make any kind of headline data, right? But here it is, people with two or more jobs reached an all-time high of 8.565 million people. Now this is a mix of full-time and part-time positions. Uh, Here it is, this is people holding two full-time jobs. Um, This is not full-time and part-time, this is just full-time. So you'll see here that, Uh, 399,000 people are holding two full-time jobs, but a mix of full-time and part-time jobs, 8.565 million Americans are holding two fuller part-time jobs for the first time ever. That's not good. That shows that people are struggling. They're trying to make ends meet. Um, of course, again, you'll never hear this in any of the official labor reports, but this is a pretty disconcerting metric. And one that a lot of people need to know about and be aware of, uh, because the BLS, all of these organizations, it's in their best interest to make it seem for the administration that the labor market is doing well, right? That is what the incumbent administration is going to be elected on, and so these numbers are trumpeted up. These numbers are pumped way up, Um, and then the components of the survey that are less than desirable, like this, because of price inflation, because of people being fired from their full-time positions, you know, Wage is not keeping up with price inflation. You never hear about this stuff, but we tell you about this stuff because it's the really important stuff that you need to know. Now, some people will look at that and they'll say, well, it's actually not that bad because as a percentage of the labor force, um, as a percentage of the labor force, it's not that bad, okay? But the reality is the labor force is increasingly be- being made up of people who are flowing into the United States, legally or illegally, um, but primarily illegally. Um, We've seen in the last three years, 8 million people um, have flooded undocumented through the southern border. And you'll note that foreign-born workers since uh, 2018, uh, this is normalized for about 2017, you'll notice since 2021, the number of jobs for foreign-born workers have risen, whereas the number of jobs for native-born workers Uh, have stayed flat they've stayed flat since 2018 actually Um, and you'll really note that when the current administration entered that is when this this number really took off and this is quite disconcerting right because the reality is that people are needing to take on two or more jobs in order to make ends meet all the while anybody from anywhere can come into this country totally indiscriminately and take on work and you're seeing that that's exactly what's happening here with foreign-born workers making up an extremely large amount of the new positions and native born workers not so much. So this is what this is what I want to leave you with. Ultimately, we're at a turning point. When, when the amount of people that are being hired to look for other employees starts decreasing, that's chances are this when you should be battening down the hatches. But by all accounts, we we live in an economy that is dictated by a number of different things, but the Fed takes a look at prices and full employment. And the reality is that prices are almost returning to their long run target and full employment it's teetering on the edge. We know this because more and more people are working several jobs to make ends meet. The cost of capital is rising such that businesses are eventually going to have to downscale their operations towards the end of this year when they have to take on higher interest debt. Uh, Their existing debt matures, they have to take on higher interest debt. So more people are going to get fired and they're going to get fired into an economy that isn't looking for employees like it usually does because we're entering recession it's not looking for employees like it usually does because <laughs> you'll see the people that are actually hired to hire other people are falling as well, right? So we're, we're heading into a very uh, uh, demand dry labor market in the latter half of this year. And it's also an election year, so it should be fun but one thing is for certain, you're going to see a lot more data manipulation. You're going to see a lot more headline manipulation and deliberate omission of these very important things that actually matter to you, the viewers. So we encourage you to keep it here at the Bitcoin layer uh, so you can hear about all this data that isn't told to you normally or regularly. And of course, before we sign off, one more thank you to River, they're our Bitcoin exchange of choice. You could securely buy Bitcoin um, uh, with zero fees when you set up recurring orders they have a one-to-one multi-sig self-custody solution so you can rest assured with peace of mind that your bitcoin isn't being lent out to any counterparties and they also just released river link which is a method by which you could text people Bitcoin a new and innovative way to orange pill your friends and your family who may have been on the fence very simple very easy the bitcoin can be claimed to any wallet so once again we thank you guys for watching subscribe down below hit the notification bell so you don't miss when we upload and that's all for today. We'll see you guys later.